Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of The Dairy Isle. It is I, your host, Eli, and I think it's time we talked about a little somebody called Steven Stainer and the real weird interactions the teachers have with students, apparently. Howdy, folks. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 60 of the Dairy Isle. Now, before we get started with tonight's main story, we're going to be talking about 10 items or less, your favorite segment. I know it is because it's mine. So we're going to get started. Uh, Do a little time traveling here. For those of you who are living under a rock, uh, our favorite Amber Turd lost her defamation trial to Donnie Depp a few weeks ago now. And after it, the internet basically lost its collective shit. Thank you. Yes. No, we're all in agreement. Um, and so, yeah, the internet just lost their collective mind for about 12 minutes or so. And the fallout was actually kind of muted, like more than I thought it would be, except for the comments from jurors. Uh, my favorite of which recently was one of the jurors talking about how basically nobody believed Amber's crying performance. It was pathetic. I mean, I'm not saying that he said it's pathetic. I'm saying it's pathetic, but I'm glad that as a unit, the jurors were like, yeah, we're not buying that shit. I'm glad. Okay. Yeah, like it gave me brief momentary hope for for America, and then I just turned on the news and was like, huh, "That's cute." Um, I love seeing a clip of her in Zombieland, which I didn't. She was in Zombieland. She was in Zombieland. I'll uh, have to post a a clip because I found it on on the TikTok, and uh, it's a clip of her like f- ugly fake crying in the movie, and then they clip in her fake crying. While on the stand, and it's like, oh, look, identical. The yeah, yeah. acting hasn't improved in like no, no. 16 years. Yeah. Anyways, uh, something else some of you might have heard in the news was that there was recently a mass die-off of cattle in Kansas that actually took the lives of some, what, like 2,000 heads of cattle. While at first this might seem like some crazy and possibly nefarious anomaly, it's really just that. It's an anomaly. Basically... Kansas lately has been experiencing a kind of a host of adverse weather and environmental conditions. And this basically perfect shitstorm led to temperatures fluctuating between like low 80s, like 84 in the evening, and a recently recorded high in the middle of the day of about 104 degrees Fahrenheit. Um, For those of you uh, who are listening to us overseas and measure things in Celsius, 104 Fahrenheit is approximately, holy shit, that's hot in Celsius. So just so you know. Uh, combined with the fact that most, if not all, of the state of Kansas is experiencing a hell of a drought right now, it should be no surprise that this many cattle died. Those poor things couldn't properly regulate their body temperature in such a short and, you know, frankly intense period of time. And it's likely that due to the drought, some of those ranchers just couldn't provide adequate amounts of water needed to keep them safe. You know, it's not the rancher's fault. Um, it is super unfortunate. Uh, but this is one of those events that should give us a little bit of pause and realize that, you know, climate change is causing all kinds of black magic fuckery with our planet, and we really need to do a better job of forcing those in power to do their jobs and fix this shit before we hang you up from lampposts. Just saying. You know, throwing it out there. Anyways, when we come back, the story of Stephen Stainer. 
Hey folks, are you listening to us on Apple Podcast? If so, why don't you be super awesome and leave us a rating and review on our podcast? Now, each review gives us a little bump that pushes our show higher up in the rankings, which is great because that gives us more visibility. And you can do that by visiting the link on our show notes or the link tree listed on our Instagram. You can also listen to our podcast on Anchor, Spotify, and Google Podcast. And we are back. So, like I told you guys at the top of the show, this is going to be about a guy named Steven Stainer. Uh, last name is spelled S-T-A-Y-N-E-R. I basically was like, I'm not going to spell. I'm just going to say the whole word. Anyways, I didn't come up with tonight's show idea. That was not me. That was our lovely producer, Millie, ladies and gentlemen. Hi. Um, and her whole thing was sort of based around a conversation that a very brief one that her and I had in which one of my coworkers had shown me a video of some kid who was basically telling his teacher like, Hey, when I grow up, I want to be a murderer. And we were talking about it at work and I showed it to Millie. And I guess this prompted her to say like, well, I want to talk about some next level shit. And you know, this is what she came up with because she's the producer. So she's allowed to come up with, you know, crazy kinds of shit for the show. Right. Whatever the heck I want. Basically. You know, I think, we're into, we're, it's not that we're into kidnappings, but we like these cool topics about, you know. Disclaimer, the Dairy Isle nor its affiliates have ever kidnapped oh, anybody. Right. Just saying. I, I mean, I've kidnapped some ducks, but, you know, we won't get That was the that. old Millie. That was Millie 1.0. I know you still have it in you, psychopath. Stop looking at me like that. <laughs> I know you would stare out the window during the day on the weekends and look at but the anyway, ducks. I'm definitely picking your next true victim. crime fan over here not a junkie but definitely a fan not a junkie because you don't like you're not one of these like crazy white women that like watches the house like cleans the house and you're like hey what are you listening to and then she was kidnapped from her home and no murdered. i mean i have been cleaning the house and listening to finally whatever. at least somebody's cleaning the house wow <laughs> wow bro. why do i keep him around you guys don't need him you have me look at this awesome topic it's me it's if it wasn't if it wasn't for me all right go ahead anyways (laughs) so just an aside let's uh let's look at this as a sort of a true crime thing because it really did happen um very briefly stainer was kidnapped at seven years old on december 4th 1972 in merced california by an ex-convict named kenneth parnell the afternoon that stephen was abducted he was approached by a man named Irvin edward murphy who was Parnell's accomplice. The two met while working in Yosemite National Park, and Parnell's questionable behavior started long before any kidnapping. He actually passed himself off to Murphy as an aspiring minister, and I am doing the air quotes there, and was enlisted to help abduct Stephen Stainer so he could, quote, raise him in a religious-type deal, per Murphy's statement. Stainer remained with Kevin Parnell until he was about 14 years old under a new identity, Dennis Parnell, and for seven of those years, under the care of Parnell, he endured, unfortunately, sexual abuse at the hands of his captor. Stainer managed to escape with another of Parnell's victims years later, Timothy White. Stainer walked into the Yukia Police Department on March 1st, 1980, with then-five-year-old Timothy White, who was kidnapped on February 14th while walking to school. 
an investigation into Stephen's reappearance uncovered that he was motivated to plan an escape after his captor abducted Timmy. He was reportedly troubled by Timmy's distress and unwilling to watch an innocent young boy undergo the same abuse that he had suffered. So one night, he and Timmy snuck out while their abductor was working, and they hitchhiked to Yukia. When authorities realized who Stephen was, the Stainers were called to come and see him, and the Grand Unioners met with a lot of fanfare. Unfortunately, on September 16th of 1989, Stephen was killed in a hit-and-run accident while riding his motorcycle on his way home, leaving a wife and two kids. Now, this is where things get sort of out of hand. Stephen was actually one of five children. He had three sisters and one older brother named Carrie. C-A-R-Y, by the way. In 2002, years after Stephen had passed away, Carrie was convicted and sentenced to death for the murder of four women in 1999, the year after Stephen's fatal accident. Yeah, apparently his brother was a little butthurt that uh, his parents were quote-unquote neglecting him, and he decided to take on uh, murdering as a hobby or some sort. Uh, So he's a fucking weirdo. Yeah, that's putting it mildly. I mean, I get it. Listen, you go through some traumatic shit. You're still in the process of growing up. Yeah, and it's not, I mean, it's not uncommon. Like, I've I've read, you know, stories and interviews with, like, grief counselors and stuff like that where, like, one of the things that they tell parents is, like, if you've got more than one kid, like, you're going to need to divvy up some time to grieve and to take care of your kids. Yeah. Kids can't, like, they can't live in the shadow of your grief yep. for losing your kid because then, like, what service are you doing them? You know, like we, it's obvious that you're grieving and you should grieve. That's an important part of, of, you know, going through that whole ordeal. But like, man, not at the cost of your other kids that are still around, yeah. you know? Um, so like, I get it. It sucks a lot, but like, man. Now I felt bad for him up until I started reading a little bit more. About who Carrie? Carrie. I came across a comment that he made. All right. So. Cause I didn't get that far. He had an interview. Um, He had dreamed that he wanted to kill women for about 30 years before he ever found a moment or an opportunity to Mm. kill. Really? Now, not that I'm saying that I understand his desire to fucking desire. desire. (laughs) Uh, I can understand that he was not mentally okay or he wasn't able to fully develop. I guess, but I I mean, it kind of makes me wonder though, like, is there a, I guess like a, a a minimum requirement, you know, like the one you try to download a program and your computer is like, Hey, you need to meet these minimum requirements to do that. Mm -hmm. I wonder if there's like a minimum requirement for attention as a kid before it starts to become detrimental. Like what is... Now that I'm trying to find that limit so that people can can achieve it, because, you yeah, know, yeah. God God knows they would try to aim for that, yes. you know, number if it existed. But, like, what is the minimum amount of attention that I can give a kid to ensure that they won't be a serial killer or to, like, really lessen the odds? I mean, not. And for how long? Stop at just being a serial killer. Like, no, but I'm just saying, like, listen, if I if I reach that limit where it's like, okay, you have now crossed the threshold of, withholding attention from this child to the point where you've been, you've statistically greatly increased their odds of being a serial killer. Imagine all the other things that you've also increased their odds of becoming on the way to killing someone. Because remember that before killing someone, you could have somebody that's just really violent 
mm-hmm. and just assault people or gets into a lot of fights. You could have somebody who becomes a sexual predator, um, somebody who could become like a, a you know, a, 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 what's it called? Um, the shit, uh, a thief, right? Like somebody who just feels like they need to steal things all oh, the time. Fucking weird kids who like watching, um, uh, torturing. They like torturing small animals. Well, I, I, I forget what it's called. I think it's like the sociopathic triangle or, or triad or something like that. Yeah. I forgot. I have to it's look like it up. Fire. It's you have. It's yeah. It's pyromania. Uh, torturing small animals, and I think it's wetting the bed. I remember yes, correctly. Yes, yes, yes. That might have been updated. I've, I'm not there yet in my education of psychology yet to find that out. I'm sure at some point I will be, mm-hmm. but um, that's the last I remember reading about it. Not that I keep up with these things yet. Did you ever watch the the cats documentary? Oh, don't fuck with cats. Yeah, yeah. You showed it to me. Oh, I mean, yeah. I didn't see it with you, but I saw bits and pieces while I was walking around You're cleaning the house. All communities all over the world come together to find this guy mm-hmm. was pretty great. Yeah. But there's, that's probably the component that is usually the most standout of that triad is torturing animals because now you're actually like inflicting harm on a living creature, right? Because starting fire and having pyromania could just be you being a little boy and being like, I like setting things on fire with a magnifying glass and blowing oh, up firecrackers. Yo, I, I did that. fucking love doing that shit. I loved killing little ants. I wet my bed a couple times as a kid and it was around that same age where I was really fascinated by setting things on fire in our fireplace in the winter and going out in the summer with a magnifying glass and blowing up things with like bike bottle rockets. So like technically I met for a brief period two of the three. Same. But I never... In my life, thought of hurting a fucking animal, an an- like hurting an animal. I'd rather hurt the person mm-hmm. than hurt the animal. But I rather, I mean, I, and you see it because, like, if Molly's ever in pain or something, or yeah. she's sick, you like, freak out. Like I remember, like, Dude, I think last Molly... year she got sick for something, or she had fallen off a couple steps of the staircase. Oh my god, this part, Jesus fucking Christ! She. I forced her to sleep on her bed because I've always been super insulted if she wants to sleep on the floor because I want her to sleep on the bed with me and, mm. you know, be comfortable. But I wanted her to sleep on the floor just so nothing would happen and for her little leg to, to recoup. And I slept with her on her dog bed on the floor. When was this? Was this the night that she fell? Yeah. Where did you sleep? On, in the room. I remember this. Was it in the room? No, it was downstairs. It downstairs. Was you set up like... I, I was on the couch, and she was on her bed in front of me. Oh, that's on the right. On the blue bed, the flat one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, I, need to, I need to be next to her. Yeah, I remember you set up a bunch of pillows Yo, on the floor and shit. my fucking hips were hurting yeah. so bad, because obviously... You slept on fucking concrete. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But whatever, I, you know... Yeah, it was temporary. I, I did what I thought. Yeah. But I would have, I would never. But by contrast, I would yeah. still rather hurt somebody like a human being. Mainly because you're a human being. You can fucking defend yourself. Also, like, it shows that ultimately at their core, people like that are just bullies. Like, they're predators. Oh, yeah. Because what do they do? They torture and kill small defenseless animals. Yeah, why don't you go fight a lion? Yeah, go fuck, him, go fuck a with a bear or a mountain or lion. Shit, like- no, just shit you can find here in the U.S. Go, go fuck with a fucking, go fuck with a mountain bear. I mean, with a mountain bear, with a mountain lion. Go to Naples, go to the middle of nowhere in Naples, and go find yourself a, a, shark. a, a little cub. Naples? We, Naples. I know. I'm sorry, what? Yes. There are black bears in Naples. In Naples. I don't I, believe you. I have a friend. I'll show you the fucking videos. I, I have forget. a friend. I, are there even enough trees in Naples to fucking... 
Apparently so. He lives in Naples. I'm looking this up right oh, now. Dear Lord. No, I, I don't. Anyways, I don't believe and you. He, and he shows. I apologize for my typing, by the way. So annoying. Uh, he's posted videos on his uh, on his Facebook of his like ring of like little bears coming to his front yard. No, I don't believe you. Yep. Holy tits! What the fuck do you think this is? No, but I, I hear Naples and I'm like, who are these beach bears? Like, who do these people think they are? But no, hey, these are. Bitch. What kind of bear? These are Florida black bears. See, I. Oh no! So are they black bears or are these brown? What are they? They're ten. They're mulatto. Oh no! They are black bears. Wow! Look at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are there bears in Naples, Florida? Residents in a gated community in Naples, Florida, were treated to more than just a backyard barbecue on Father's Day, when several witnesses spotting a black bear and its cubs casually strolling through their yards and sniffing around for food. Wow! See? Look at that. Yeah. Look. A bear cub last year seen roaming the Mercado shops in North Naples. Now, if I were to tell him that there's Bigfoot in Naples, he'd literally leave this house right now. <laughs> there's Bigfoot in them woods. I know it. <laughs> um, yeah, because Bigfoot's totally real. But still, yeah, if like you're gonna go mess with something, bro, go 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 find a bear or go find a yeah. mount like a mountain lion or, or a Florida panther. Go fuck with that thing. Go try to torture and kill that. Yeah, have fun. You're gonna be you're gonna be wishing you were at home pissing your bed. Setting and give things me a on call fire. so I can put your ass on fucking like World Star or something. World like, Star. World Star. That's right. <laughs> yeah, you can see we don't take kindly to serial killers or budding sociopaths on this show. No. No, no definitely no. not. Um, quick question, though. Hmm? I saw that you had mentioned, because I know you told me when we were getting ready to write up the script for this show, that Carrie, like his first opportunity was, you know, not like, not that long ago it was what 99 right mm-hmm. who was it that he killed well his it was he murdered uh four women the very last uh the very last one that he killed her name was uh joy ruth armstrong and she was actually a, a nature guide in yosemite where he also worked so maybe let's never visit yosemite no but also i've heard yosemite's like just super super packed same thing with yellowstone where it's like yeah you can come and enjoy it but it's like disney you have to like wait in line for five hours and you get to see it for like 10 minutes and then leave there's something about it makes me very uneasy going into a like like a national national forest national park Mm -hmm. and like there's no fucking rules there like, no, because it's a a wildlife preserve basically fbi has any say of what goes on in there no they do it's federal land they have say but so does so does the Bureau of Land Management. So does the Bureau of Na- or the Department of National Parks. I all that shit. Literally, bring up a bunch of missing people, like are out there that were last seen in these national parks, and the government's like, we can't investigate because reasons. I think it's a resource thing. Like you kind of send your resources to where you're most likely going to be able to succeed. So, like if somebody gets kidnapped in the city. And then crosses state lines. It's a federal crime now, so yeah. you can get the FBI involved. And there's a high there's a high percentage chance that they can solve it. But it's like my nine year old wandered off on a fishing trip in the middle of fucking Yellowstone, and we were like miles from fucking civilization. Hey, listen, if the if search and rescue can't find them, if helicopters can't find them, they're using you know FLIR for those of you who don't know. That's forward looking infrared. Um, if none of that days and weeks of searching and looking for evidence and all that stuff happens and they still can't find the kid, what is the FBI going to do? Are they going to arrest a black bear? Maybe. Sir, sir, Maybe. have you Ma'am. seen this child? Ma'am. 
You know, the, the, the resources that the FBI uses are not, they're not tailored for that kind of an environment or that type of investigation, but it does get, it does get weird though. When like the FBI investigates some and not others. And when they do get involved, it's fair. It's super hush hush. They're like, no, we don't talk to anybody about this. And it's like, what okay, was but the show why? That you were watching recently? Oh, bro, I know, I knew you were gonna oh, love this. Missing four one one. Yes, there's two of them, by the way. If you guys are interested, I think they're on Amazon Prime. Sometimes they're free, sometimes they're not because Amazon is fucking schizophrenic about this, and I hate it. But anyways, there are these two documentaries that were created by author David Politis. I think is how you say his last name. Um, one of them is called Missing four one one, and the other one is called Missing four one one: The Hunted. Um. The only difference is that Missing 411 is about people and kids, and then The Hunted is about, like, specifically hunters or people who go out and they're, like, super prepared to be out in the woods. Um, so are people that have had training, they, you know, they're wildlife experts or they're wilderness experts, and they go out with guns or bows and arrow, and they have, you know, they've got food and water and GPS and satellite phones, and they still get lost, and they can never figure out how. Um, there's a couple of YouTube channels that I'm subscribed to because I'm fucking weird like that where I'll just be playing video games and just listening to a YouTube video. That's like 45 minutes long about the disappearance of some fucking kid in the woods in the seventies or some shit like that. And there's a lot of weird ones, man. I don't think it's weird though. I mean, no, it's weird. Like in that, like, I'm not saying it's weird that I watched them. I'm saying it's weird. Like the occurrences, right? Yeah. Um, there was a guy who thinks recently that he might be onto something. He took two maps, right? And he took a map of all reported disappearances in national parks in the United States over the last 50 years. And then he took another map, uh, which was, I think it's like all the known cave systems in the U.S., like like mapped and known cave systems and sinkholes and things like that. And then he took the cave system map, put it on a, on a, on what is it called on a like uh, one of the transparencies like the little transparent sheets like that we used to use in school mm-hmm. and he laid it over the nat- like the, the 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 map of all the disappearances yes, and it like this. almost matches up perfectly so he's like maybe it's not nefarious maybe it's just motherfuckers are falling in caves and holes and they can't get out and uh, no one knows and they just vanish or there's a glitch in the matrix and or it's my favorite there's bigfoot in them woods i no. know it sir no. they are the big feet i know it Listen, even here in Florida, we have our own Bigfoot. At least down here in South Florida, we got ourselves a skunk ape. What are you looking for? Tell the people what you're researching. Oh, uh, yeah, I was looking for reported missing people in national parks in the U.S. Oh, yeah? And What'd you come up with? National parks, mm-hmm. obviously Grand Canyon, yeah. Yosemite, All right. uh, Rocky, okay. and uh, Sequoia. Okay, so we're going to just avoid all of those. <laughs> I remember not too long ago, you're like, all right, well, we're going to get into camping. And I was like, cool, I'm down for camping. You were and down then, for glamping. Shut no, up. No, no, no. We stayed at a fucking campground. Uh huh. In, in Ocala tent. National Forest. In a tent. I know. I was very proud of you. And this fucking guy wanted to sleep on sleeping bags. And I'm like, I don't know. If I didn't want to sleep on sleeping bags. I looked at sleeping bags as a possibility. <laughs> Did you just? <laughs> anyway, this guy wanted to sleep on sleeping bags, and don't let him fucking lie to you and say that I didn't want to sleep in sleeping bags. I did. I'm he just did. saying we looked. I looked at it as a possibility. I didn't say we were gonna do it 100. Mm-hmm. percent Anyway, I was like, uh, yeah, no, 
I don't know if you've looked in the mirror recently, but we're not 20 anymore. <laughs> we are in our 30s and... Uh, Speak for yourself, Crypt Keeper. Bitch, you're older than I am. Get By like a here. few months. Shut up. Uh, four months. That's old enough. Um... But anyway, we were like, all right, cool. We're going to get into camping. And I'm like, I'm down. I just don't want to do anything. Uh, what's the, the word? Word, 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 word. Sorry, I was yawning. I was bored by all her complaints. Um, yeah. You wanted, you don't want to do primitive camping. Correct. And then funny enough, right. I was listening to uh, an episode. Uh, please hold because my memory is garbage sorry we had to take a break to let the the puppies out the pee-pee. yeah they wanted to do the pp and um, oh but yeah so i was watching a listening to an episode on radio rental your favorite podcast love it why is why is the dairy aisle not your favorite podcast i work it i know okay work it, work it girl water. all right stop please for the love of all god right. uh and this guy was sharing a story about how him his uh his wife, two kids, his wife, two dogs, and his kids, like, going camping. And they go primitive camping. Like, they literally open up a map, and they're like, mm, we're going to go here. And then he'll do a little bit of research on that area, and then they'll just go. They'll take, uh, like, Friday off, and they'll do Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday, pack up, and come back home. Mm-hmm. And he said that he found a really cool spot. They had uh, good access to, like, water and shit. Um, and it wasn't too far off from the highway. So whatever, they go. And first night, they like the first day that they got there, they set up, blah, blah, blah. Everything was cool. And then they decided to go on a little hike. And they found an abandoned campsite. Like straight up, like cups left on tables, tents left open, clothes on the floor, like like perfectly preserved with like just greenery, Growing over everything. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's fucking weird. Like, it's like good quality shit. Like, obviously we know camping stuff is not cheap. No, not the good stuff at least. And it was just like good stuff. Like, he was like, man, I was like half tempted to like rob this shit because it was like good stuff. Yeah, but it might be haunted. Yeah, ain't nobody want that. No, so I don't whatever. Want They're like, tent. okay, that's strange. And then one of his dogs like fucking flies and books it out from that area and starts like barking at something. And he's like, that's fucking strange. They don't typically do that they're very well behaved and they're always off their leash when we come on these on these trips because they're so used to it what the skinwalkers shut listen i already have a bad habit of like coming across skinwalker bullshit on tiktok at like one o'clock in the morning it's not a good time for me but why because it's just my for you page (laughs) maybe to go to somebody else's page (laughs) maybe it shouldn't be for you maybe it should be for me so anyway fucking weird they're like all right well fucking we'll just come back everyone let's come back we'll you know start making dinner or whatever and they hang out they sleep in this case like their kid was already a little bit older so they're like okay well can i use the our secondary uh tent so i could sleep on my own this time they obviously put the tents fairly close to one another and nothing nothing happened like one of the dogs uh slept with the kid and then him his wife and the other dog slept together uh, next day they went on a hike and a couple of more weird shit happens. The dogs were freaking out and the wife went a little, she kind of like passed him a little bit on a trail that they were on and he stayed behind. And one of their dogs with her 
booked it again. They're like, bro, what the hell are, are like, what's wrong with these dogs? Also, dog, a leash maybe. I guess they're so used to going camping with them, and they do it so often that the dogs are pretty well behaved on these on these uh, I guess. at these places or whatever. So the wife said that the dog books it. She'll, she's alone, and her husband is still far back with with their daughter, mm-hmm. and she feels like she's got eyes on her, like you know, like when you can feel that someone is fucking staring at your ass. Too bad I didn't know about the story beforehand because I totally would have asked you to put in that one. Uh... That one song, I always feel bad as watching me. And she felt super uncomfortable and she was like looking around. She's like, I don't fucking feel safe. And she's like, let's fucking leave. Let's go back to the campground. They're trying to like gather the dogs because they're like wilding out like like never before. So they gather all the troops up. They come back home or they come back to the tent. And she's like kind of like looking around the area. And she's like, well, how can we secure this so we could just start packing up and then, like, leave everything ready so we could leave tomorrow early as hell in the morning. And he's like, all right, I'll tie, like, a fishing line all around the campground. It's, we're surrounded by trees. And when he goes to, uh, while he's, like, setting up the fishing line, she goes around and starts looking for, like, firewood or something, and she feels someone staring at her again, which obviously creeps her the fuck out yet again. No, thank you. And as he's setting this up, he gets to one tree and he finds someone who did the exact same thing that he's doing with a fishing line. And he has like some like a what's this like a carabiner right. set up on a tree, but it was rusted to fucking shit. So he's like, well, fuck, someone else did this or experienced something that they thought that they should, you know, drape a freaking fishing line around their their tent area Yep. to see if. You know, the the jiggle and, like, the ringing sounds would, like, scare something away. The dogs were awake almost the entire night. And the minute that they got up in the morning, it was, like, 4 o'clock in the morning. They fucking grabbed everything, shoved that shit in their fucking truck, and booked it out of there. And I'm like, and that's why I don't want to fucking go anywhere that's not a campground. Or, like, a official campsite. And already... We had, like, a weird experience when we went camping last year. Fucking weird guy in the bathroom with you. Oh, yeah. But I barely remember that story anymore. Like, that's how it was just like, man. I know. Like, well, if you want to see it, it's on an episode with uh, with Lisette. Oh, yeah. That's right. We talked we about shared, camping. Uh, some camping stories with her. And... But, yeah. I, guess, I mean, I, I agree that, that that is a potential reason for not wanting to do, um, you know, not necessarily primitive camping, but, you know, I guess if we're going to be strict about the phrase, yes, you know, you just go out into the wilderness, pick a spot, camp, enjoy yourself overnight, and then leave, you know. Um, but also, like, man, like, look how many people do that all the time and nothing ever happens to them. I know. And how many people don't encounter anything. Also, look, there is something to be said for the fact that a lot of people do that without educating themselves beforehand to mm-hmm. say, like, where am I going? Let me look at, you know, three or four important things like what kind of wildlife can I encounter out there, right? What sort of noises do they make so I can become familiar with it? So if it's like, I don't know if you've ever heard a coyote scream before, but it sounds like bloody murder, like someone's being stabbed to death with a fucking kitchen knife. And if you don't know what that is, you've immediately fucked up by not wearing your brown pants. Yeah. Well, he actually mentioned that because they had heard some noises the first day. 
And I guess they do this often enough that he was like, that's not a deer. It's not a bear. Like, like what the fuck are these noises? And yep. then that's when they're like, maybe it's just... Who the fuck knows? Like, they couldn't they couldn't explain what it was. They're like, let's just go back to the tent. Maybe it's something that's just passing by. Or, I mean, who knows? But also, the, finding the, the campsite was really strange. I mean, like, it perfectly was. Perfectly preserved like that. Like, who leaves their shit? But what would have what freaked me out is if they had found that campsite, the one that had the same string as the one that they had done. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was all, like, old and rusted and, like, you know, nature had taken over. And it's mm-hmm. like, man, you know, really a mind bender is if he starts looking and starts finding, like, that, that that's actually their tent and that's their equipment. Stop. Stop. You're giving me all the creepers. Yep, no. Oh, also. I try. He was pretty smart. The When he came back to the camp and they were doing the, the fishing line. Mm-hmm. He had a gun with him. Obviously, he said that he always packs. As you should. Obviously, Animals. you're in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. Uh, and he, everybody in the family knows the safety protocols. But as a way to like scare, he's like, maybe it's a fucking bear and it's making some weird noises. Let me just shoot off mm-hmm. and scare it so it's a loud bang noise. And they didn't hear anything else. But then the next day it was still weird as well. So, but see, like that would have creeped me out more if I shot, like if I pop off around mm-hmm. and I don't hear something just stampeding off in an, in an opposite, like just silence all of yeah. a sudden. Like that's scary because yeah. maybe a human would hear that and just stand perfectly still to be like, I don't want to get shot. Uh-huh. Or a, a Bigfoot might hear that and not be scared and be like, I'm just going to hug this tree and camouflage myself into the woods. Yeah. But, but if like it's a deer, a, a deer run. A fucking bear, they'll be like, nope. And they leave. And you hear them fucking parading through the woods to get Just away from whatever that noise pure is. Silence. Which would creep me out more if I'm in the woods and suddenly there's nothing. Bugs, no wind, no animal noises, no birds. I can't even nothing. imagine. Yo, I'd straight piss myself if, of just even the thought of like another person staring at me and my family. Wall camping. Like, all the heebie-jeebies. Like, just another human being? Like, just a fucking, some weirdo. Like, yeah, but like, if you're in a campground, you're like, you know, we had some interactions with people at the campground. Sure. You know, your highs, goodbyes, how are you guys, good morning, blah, blah, blah. But, like, someone just straight watching you is fucking weird. And that's why you carry a gun and you travel in numbers. Because, yeah, it might be that creepy guy and, like, his creepy second cousin or something that are, you know, bang, 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 bang. But if it's, like... Going three back or, to this fucking but story. It, but if it's like weirdo. three or four couples with a bunch of dudes yeah. and everyone's got knives and guns and shit, then you don't be yeah. like, oh, You're let's... not going to fuck with that. No, but also like, don't be weird. Be confrontational. Go the other way. Because they're going to expect you to be like, no, no, just leave us alone. That's creepy. Mm-hmm. No, get a, go up to them and get in their fucking face. I yeah. mean, like, can I fucking help you with something? Yeah, come over here. Did you... Did Listen, you do, do you and all seven of your fucking teeth have a question for me? Because if you wow. don't, how about you get your fucking Walmart reward center card and get the fuck out of here? <laughs> and then be like, these are my woods. Be like, not anymore, bitch. They're mine now. So if you don't leave, I'm going to set you and your fucking trailer park on fire. How's that sound? That is their trailer park. It's not anymore, bitch. That's <laughs> mine. I'm going to fucking set that thing on fire and burn it to the fucking ground. But that's the mentality, unfortunately, that living in a place like Miami has instilled in, in people like us. That, like, you find somebody out in the wild that's fucking, like, at 10, and you have to now take it to 11. Because that's the you only real way to ensure your safety is yes. to be like, no, that person is not an easy target, so I'm going to stay away from them. Because they could potentially 
hurt me or, or, you know, kill me. And I don't want that. Yeah, either you're, you ignore them, but you're like hyper aware. Yep. Or you'll get crazier than they are. Yeah, yeah. Like there's, th- those are the only two options. And sometimes I'm like, do I want to just ignore it and just be, but then I also have the anxiety of having to be super alert and watching over my But then that's time. when it's like, if it's just the two of us, right? Or this goes for any couple out there, you know, if it's just the two of you, if that really creeps you out, bro, pack up your shit and pop smoke. Yeah. Go somewhere safe. Go don't, somewhere. don't play games. Just yeah, go no. somewhere to get a fucking hotel or just go back home. I'm like, no, we'll try this again somewhere else. I'll get a KOA campground Yo, with I a bunch of little white families. Sleep in a fucking shitty ass motel or like literally sleep ask to. Or drive literally through if, the sleep. Well, I mean, get a these, cup of coffee and drive people, back home. I think we're like six hours away from their house. That's super like, close. Right, Yo, I will pay the front desk whatever their rate is to just park my car and sleep in my own car. I don't even want to touch your nasty ass sheets. Like, I'll sleep in my fucking car. No, but just but drive. Just drive. Don't drive. stop anywhere. Just drive. Get in your car and drive. People do longer road trips. Just drive back home. I know. I know. But if it's you and, like, it's you and you're, I don't know, you're six, seven, eight, nine, ten people deep, bro, gang status, dog. It's like it's fucking Bloods and Crips. Like, you want to play fuck fuck games? Okay, we'll play fuck fuck games. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people aren't like that. And they're just like, oh, they're whatever. Maybe they're just locals. Nah. No, 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 and that feeling of someone staring. How would you localize yourself back to your trailer? How's that sound? Very uneasy. Yeah, it is. We went way off the rails, by the way. Um, I did have a question for you Mm -hmm. because I remember you were telling me about some of this stuff, like when when we were getting ready to write the script and and we were doing some of the research. Mm -hmm. What happened to like Kenneth Parnella, the dude that that abducted uh, Stainer and stuff like that? Like, did did they ever? I mean, I know they caught him and stuff like that, but, like, what happened? Yeah, well, um, Kenneth was convicted in 2004. Uh, he was actually sentenced to 25 years for, obviously, uh, trying to purchase a uh, multiple kids uh, mm-hmm. and kidnapping. Um, but he ended up dying in prison in 2008. So he literally only served four years. How old was he? He died at 76. Oh, okay. Hmm. So I mean, it's unfortunate that he died so young and didn't really. That's sweet that you think 76 is young. Bro. You're falling apart at 76 years old. Oh, I thought you were <laughs> telling me that I'm falling apart at 76. I mean, you're falling apart now, but, when? you know, imagine but at 76. No, I just, whatever, whatever. <laughs> he fucking died. It is what it is. And then what happened to his, his accomplice? That What was the guy's um, name? Irvin, whatever, Irvin Murphy? Edward Murphy. That guy. Um, he served the least. I couldn't find too much information on him. I'm not sure if he's still alive or not. Mm. Uh, but he only served uh, five years out of a seven-year sentence. Because mm, so, okay. he actually, he didn't, he was convicted for um, the kidnapping or assisting with a kidnapping. But for none of the uh, sexual abuse because he never touched the kids. Mm. Okay. Weird. Yeah, he just wanted to uh, try to push that whole religion bullshit. Thick. Thanks. And uh, and then what happened to this loco's brother? <sighs> Carrie. Um, Carrie's actually still alive. Oh, um, yeah. He is on death row, actually. Uh, he was sentenced to death row in 2002. Um, and he's currently six years old. He's, he's six? 60. Oh, I heard six years old. I was like, what? All right. He's in hey, a Benjamin prison Buttonton. in... He's in uh, San, Quentin. San Quentin State Prison. Huh. I don't know when, like, where in line he is. Like, 
fucking waiting line for an iPhone over here for death he's row. just he's just sitting there in a cell with one of those little paper numbers that you get at the deli like just next uh, B91 you're like oh it's me shit some jamon serrano yeah serrano yeah <laughs> you're gonna smell like serrano I, in a second by the way I know nothing about death row but I'm very surprised that it took that it's taken this long for mm -hmm. him to to actually be it takes a long time to execute somebody euthanized yeah no it takes a lot fucking uh, six years old dude when was he in prison though and sent oh he was sentenced to death when what did you say in, in 2002? 2002 but he was convicted he went to prison in 1999 okay so 20 some odd years that, that's a long time i guess i mean what let me see hold on let me find out something hold on longest time spent on death row David Lee Powell was there for 31 years before they executed him. 31 years? Yep, 11,575 days. Of just nothing, of living well, in solitude. I, why, bro? Why fucking waste tax money, taxpayers' money? I don't like, know. I think we should just... I, I think if we're going to get that expensive about it, just for the amount of time it's spent to, to keep that guy alive for 31 yeah. years, strap them into a rocket and shoot them into the sun. That's it. Simple as that. Get them literally off planet Earth. Yes. They don't even exist here anymore. So, Anyways, I couldn't really find a whole lot on Irvin, but the other two, at least they served. Um, yeah. Well, um, by the way, I had sent you a video. You did. Uh, which was what started this whole conversation. Uh, I don't know the origin of the video. I don't know how old it is. Uh, it looks fairly recent in, I would say, maybe the last five years. Mm-hmm. But it is I mean, a the video quality looks like potato. But well, yeah, I know. I'm impressed that they were able to take a video on a toaster. But <laughs> hey, you say that, but there's a $300 toaster that you could pick designs for it to toast on your. But bread. that puts designs on my toast. Yes. If these people figured out how to take a video on a toaster, that's impressive. Uh, I mean, first off, how did you get a camera in there? That's what I want to know. Anyways, look. Point is that it's the video basically is. And, and we will be posting this on our Instagram in, in full. So if you want to go watch it, mm -hmm. I warn you, uh, please listen to it with headphones um, because the audio quality is not super stellar. Yeah, no, um, it's, pretty hot garbage. it's very short. It's nothing really scary or anything like that. It's just, you know, maybe a little bit disturbing or a little bit upsetting for some people. I don't really care, but it's essentially a small American white boy, you know, young, maybe 10, maybe 12 years old around there. Um, and he's talking to a teacher, um, based on the accent, the teacher sounds like she may be African American or maybe even Hispanic. Um, and she essentially asks him, I think the, the, the starting point was, what do you want to be when you grow yeah. up? Yeah. And his whole thing was, I want to be a murderer. And he makes a phrase or he says, sorry, he says a phrase in the video where he says, I want to, I want to murder everyone in the world except my family. And then so she's, he understands the difference or the importance of his... Well, what I had told my coworker because they had asked me was like, oh, do you think that he actually wants to kill? And I go, I don't because kids that are that young and that dumb, they think very broad, like in very broad strokes, right? So it's not like I want to kill everyone in my class. No, it's I want to kill everyone in the world. Okay, so you want an extinction level event, right? You want to be basically a, an asteroid, you know? So... As he gets older, the question is, like, without any intervention, is he going to realize that it's not, I want to kill everyone in the, in the world? 
there's specific types of people I want to kill. Mm-hmm. I want to kill women. I want to kill men. I want to kill gay women. I want to kill gay men. I want to kill black women, black men, you know, this, that, or whatever. I want to kill Hispanics or Asians, or I want to kill people whose first name starts with a B or who were born on Tuesday, like whatever, you know, or is he just a kid who's suffering from a poor home environment yeah, and has only been exposed to, to violence or, yeah. or maybe shows. not violence or it's that there's no filter. He gets to watch whatever he watches and being a young boy, he probably has an affinity for action movies or horror movies or whatever. And a lot of that is very violent and that's what he takes from it. And yeah. that coupled with a, a likely, you know, a, a very likely large lack of education uh, on his part, he's just like, well, I'm I'm stressed out, I'm emotional, and I just want it to stop, so I want to kill people, and that's why he's like, oh, I don't want to be a murderer. Knowing, by the way, what killing is also Deuce is having a fit right now. He's yeah, really been downstairs alone, just for howling. Three minutes. Just yeah, three yeah. minutes, just three minutes alone Freaking downstairs, and he's just like, ah, let me upstairs, baby, baby. I know, he's such a baby. Anyways. But- just as so anyway, self-preservation i will be uh this it's a short video it's like 30 seconds um so i'll play it for you guys again the audio quality is pretty terrible yeah, yeah sorry what do you want to be when you grow up a murderer because i like killing i'm very close if i like killing uh, i like killing because um when i first watched my grown up killing show um my show started to like killing and then my brain started to, like, tell me what to do with killing. So, okay. I like murder, and I like killing in my life. I want to okay. kill everybody in the world except for my family, because they just didn't do anything to me. I just like killing, so... So, it's just any type of person? It doesn't matter? What about me? Yeah. Even me? No, not even my teachers either. Okay, because I'm the first person that you told this. Am I? Yeah. So, I just like killing. So, what are you going to be again when you grow up? A murderer. Okay. Bye. Bye. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, and he says a very nonchalant. He ma- he makes mention of these killing shows that he watches. So, I had forgotten about that part. So, clearly he's alluding in that, in that story yeah. that... No one is really supervising what he was watching. No, also at, if he's in his life of uh, Call of Duty, then even more so. I mean, yeah, it could be exposed through video games and also through YouTube or whatever, whatever he has access to. I mean, yeah. my parents didn't like really supervise what I watched as a kid, but I think they had a general idea of the kind of stuff I was watching. There was definitely some stuff looking back that I probably shouldn't have yeah. been allowed to watch Anything at the time. E world, but. No, and I'm not talking. I'm just talking about TV because remember, I I was oh, born yeah. in '89. I'm 32 years old, so Oof. I was around for. You can shut Oof. up, you withered you old know, hag. You need a cane over there, Grandpa. Yeah, whatever you say, over there, <laughs> crypt keeper. Literally, see the dust falling off of you You're like an old clock. Yo, Grandma, so old when I put it on the back, tits fell off. Do you remember that? Remember your mama jokes? You know, I said your grandma, but. You know. God, if you're out there, grant me the strength and the patience not to throw her through a window. Uh-huh, continue. Anyways. Um, but yeah, like so. I, like I said, I was born in 89. Um, I'm 32 years old now. So I, around the age that this kid is, right? So between like 8 and 11, 8 and 12, I, like, I, nobody was really watching what I was watching in terms of like my parents being like, well, you know, it's past 9. You can't be watching the sci-fi channel. Like, 
they didn't care. Like I would watch the sci-fi channel until I went to sleep and I'd leave the TV on. So I would be hearing that stuff all through my sleep, you know? Um, and I'd watch like gory movies and horror movies and all that kind of stuff. And I would watch like, uh, what's it called? I was really into like discovery channel and TLC and stuff like that. So I would watch like these shows about surgery and like, um, like gang violence. And, you know, then I'd watch the history channel and be a show about the Holocaust or whatever. Like, well, my parents really pushed me to watch a lot of educational programming, but not really knowing, you know, cause they're immigrants, not really knowing the level of like stuff that got covered that I was, you know, absorbing as a little kid. Um, but it didn't make me like excessively violent or anything. In fact, I'd probably say that amongst my guy friends, I'm, I'm probably one of the softer dudes. Um, says a guy who wants to murder every person in a Corolla in the city. Yeah, because Corolla drivers are basically <laughs> like the current new plague that God has decided to bestow upon the world. Yep. Yeah. If you are, if you do drive a Corolla, uh, the only thing I do have to ask of you, um, if you can, just when you get a chance, speed the fuck up. You are driving like old people fuck. Also, why? Why are you driving a Corolla? Why? They're so expensive. No, there's just other better things. They're faster. Just why? go faster. Why didn't you get a Ford Maverick? Chapstick. Chapstick. <laughs> no one's going to get that. Only I. <sighs> it's okay, bro. Malibu's most wanted. <sighs> if you haven't seen it, you're missing out. God, I it's... Still, bro, I feel old saying this, but I still have the fucking DVD. God, it's me again. I will treasure that forever. It's me again. He doesn't like you. Shut up. Uh-huh. Um, Continue. Please. The patience and the strength. We talked about earlier. Uh, none for Gretchen Wieners. <laughs> Anyways, to not keep you folks hold up any longer. Well, I really hope you guys enjoyed uh, this story. Um, it was interesting. Honestly, it's. I feel really bad. You know what? I didn't search up. What didn't you search up? Timmy. Tell me. Who? Timmy. Who the hell is Timmy? Timmy. Timmy! Wow, bro, Timmy White. He's the the kid that uh, that Stainer. Um, oh well, I mean, listen, they they kidnapped the kid at five. He got him out yeah. pretty quick, right? And it's just sad that Stainer didn't survive and he got into a freak accident. Yeah, but I mean, listen, who told you to ride a motorcycle? Work harder and get a car. Well, just saying, bro. <laughs> it's the truth. Heartless. Fucking harpy. I am a harpy. I is harpy. Mm-hmm. So anyways, uh, we're going to bring back sort of an old segment for the end of episode 60. Um, it's one that you guys probably haven't heard since actually season one, I think. Uh, it's called Weird News. It's not us. It's them. They they are the weird ones. All right. So I have two for you. One of them I'm going to end on a, on a very light note. You guys deserve it. So, But first, apparently a bus, a bus driver, a bus, wow, listen to me. Uh, it's late. I've I had a long day. I see that. You were yeah. mixing those two words. Together. How about you shut up? <laughs> so apparently a bus driver in Bridgeport, Connecticut is in jail awaiting release because he accidentally ate a bag of edible gummies and then passed out at the wheel after pulling over on the side of a road with 38 passengers that he was bringing back from a casino. This guy doesn't even speak English, by the way. He's a Chinese immigrant, and he's been driving the bus for about 10 years with no incidents, according to his boss. He actually has like a super stellar driving record. Everyone in the company likes him. They say he's super sweet. He's kind of almost like a grandpa. And they can't imagine that he would have done this on purpose. For some reason, though, the 
freaking judge has decided to hold this dangerous criminal on a $25,000 bond, and his next court date is slated for August 25th. Like, bro, Gammy ain't that. Like, really? The guy has no violent crime in his past. He has no history of breaking the law. He's a law-abiding citizen. He's been driving this bus without incident for 10 years. Everybody in his company likes him. They say he's a stand-up dude. Like, is it really that crazy to think that maybe somehow he got a hold of the wrong gummies? Yeah, or he... You know, and it's been said by other people in the company that since they've known him for 10 years that if they could think of any fault of his, and it's not even really a fault, this guy's got a really mean sweet tooth. He's always, like, chewing on Starburst or eating a Snickers or has, like, like the, the, the nerds or nerds rope or, like... He has, like, a bunch of candies that he really likes. Sometimes, like, the little strawberry candies that our grandmas would carry around. So, like, is it really that crazy to think that with the popularity of edibles and them being packaged to look like regular stuff, like regular, you know, commercial candy and and snacks, that somebody might come across by accident? You know, and now they want to ruin this guy's life over yeah, it. Because you know, there's some fucking judge out there. Fucking Connecticut, full of shitty white people. They want to um, make a, an example out of him. Fucking like, assholes. Okay. I say, I say, we slip the judge like about fucking an entire bag of edibles and be like, oh, you know what? No, you're a violent criminal, judge. We're gonna have to mm-hmm. hold you on, and you make a lot of money, so your bond is gonna be way more than twenty five grand. Yep, to the choke you go. Mm-hmm. So I promised that I would end this on a happy note, and I shall. Because it's about dogs. And even if you're not into dogs, this is freaking adorable. Julie and Jimmy Johnson are no stranger to dogs. They have three of their own that regularly sleep in their bed with them in their home in southeast Tennessee. But recently, the couple woke up to find a large tan dog sandwiched between them that was not one of their own. Quote, You could see light coming into our curtains in our bedroom, and I feel my husband not just roll over, but kind of startled, like almost like a jump roll over, and he wakes me up, Julie said. And in a quiet but stern voice, he said, Julie, whose dog is this? Julie was admittedly confused, thinking it was, of course, either Hollis, Jupiter, or Zeppelin, one of their three dogs. But then she rolled over, locked eyes with Jimmy, and found an unknown dog in bed with them. It didn't take much time after that to realize that the strange dog was really not a threat, but instead just a giant cuddle bug. And maybe a bit of a bed hog, as it tried to push the Johnsons to both sides of their king bed. After taking a look at the dog and realizing it must have, it, it must have had owners who took care of it, Julie said she started taking some selfies of the bizarre and funny situation. She then posted a few photos to Facebook in what she said was the weirdest post I've ever had to make, asking her friends if anyone recognized the dog. It didn't take long before Julie received a message from a person saying that they were the dog's owner. It turned out that the dog, whose name is Nala, had slipped out of her collar while on a walk and ran into the woods the previous day ahead of a large thunderstorm in the area. After a quick photo verification, one of Nala's moms was on her way to go get her. In the end, there were no hard feelings, and the owners have since had a play date with all four dogs, cementing the fact that they are strangers no more. That's so cute. I told you guys I would end this on a high note. Yeah, it's all. Listen, it's good to take those little breaks with your with your dogs and just kind of realize, like, hey, they're just they're big furry idiots. By the way, I'll find the photos if I can for you, so we can post a photo of Nala because the one that they took of her in the bed is the funniest shit that I've ever seen. These people just woke up and she was just laying in bed, like, hey, <laughs> hey. It was great. It's a good story. 
Um, so speaking of dogs, um, I think it's time that we dibbity dip so we could uh, we, cut Yeah, we are going to need to. But uh, I did mention something about taking a break there at the end of that story. Mm-hmm. So I have something to tell you guys. It's not bad news. We're breaking up. Finally freedom yeah, at right. last. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, okay. Anyways, listen. We are taking a break from the dairy aisle. This will be the official end of this season. No, 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 no. We're still keeping the season. I think we just need a... Oh, are we now? Look at that. Millie calling an audible right at the end of the show. Typical. Didn't I say at the beginning of the show that I do what I want? Clearly. Anyways, so we're going to be taking a break. Uh, I had originally said this should be the end of the season, but clearly Coach has decided that we're not going to be doing that. Um, so instead of it being the end of the season, this will just be a um, like a midsummer. This is our summer break. This is our summer break. Yep. Um, so we are going to be back in a few months. I'm sorry for the long wait, but there's just things we got to do. We got some house projects going on. I've got school I got to finish. Um, and generally just a break, you know, like we're just to breathe. It's a, it's surprisingly a, a lot of work to get these things out yeah, in a timely manner. Two podcasts now, but also yeah. we want to take this time to like invest ourselves in like doing more research on topics that we're really interested in. Whereas right now we're kind of like, we're it's, it. it's like, we're like living paycheck to paycheck, but on podcasts and it's yeah, like, topic to topic. Yeah. yeah. And I, I personally don't like working like that. Nope. Um, me either. And I don't think you guys deserve it either. I think you guys deserve some level of, you know, of our hard work and our effort uh, to bring you guys better content. I mean, I know it's not a ton of people that listen anymore. Um, but those of you that do stick around and enjoy the episodes, we obviously want to do our best to give you guys some good content. Yeah. Um, also, listen, the one thing I ask every season, please don't be afraid to interact with us. We like it when you guys interact with us on Instagram. You know, yeah, comment I mean, on things. We're both just, on there. Yeah, we're both on him, there. You can DM us. Than, than him less than I because yeah. he's a grandpa. I, whatever it is what it um, is. But Millie will tell me, hey, someone's asking for you on the Dairy Isle Instagram. Yeah. And I will log in and I'll have a conversation with you. I don't listen. My phone's on me all the time. If you guys want to ask us for something, hey, can you can you guys do an episode on this? If there's enough content, we'll do it, and we'll name you in it. You don't even have to join a Patreon or anything. We'll just do it because we like you. Maybe not, but still. We'll do it for the Vine. Do it for the Vine. Long live Vine. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah, we'll be coming back. Uh, when was our plans? September, September right? 7th. Yeah, I believe that was the, the return date. We're, we're keeping, I think for right now, we're still keeping the Wednesday bi-weekly releases. Yep. If some of you have not caught on, uh, Eli and I started a another podcast called Anything with a Motor. Damn right. It's just him. It's a story-based uh, podcast where he talks about literally anything with a motor. Uh, boats, planes, cars, literally everything with a motor. That might have been the single worst intro and or explanation to that podcast what? I've ever it's heard. It's literally great. It's literally great. Anyway, if you're into that kind of stuff, uh, we've shared a couple posts. I'll keep... Reminding you guys that we have another podcast. I think it's great. He takes a good amount of time researching the different of uh, vehicles and machines that he talks about. So if you're into that stuff, go listen. I think you'll enjoy it. I really do. So, yeah. You might not. I don't know. But give it a shot. Also, you never if know. you don't, fuck you. No, no, no. No, it doesn't need to be like <laughs> nah, that. Nah, it's, enough, it's enough for everyone. I think with this episode, with this podcast... Uh, Dario, we kind of get to be a little bit more open and literally talk about whatever the hell we want. Uh, it's very open form, uh, whereas anything with a motor is definitely for... Well, it's anything with a motor. 
For people who like that stuff. Yeah. It's also for people like myself with really short attention spans. I think our longest episode is 11 minutes. No, I, no, I think we made it to like 12 or 15. Holy so crap. So it's, it's honestly very small. Yeah, um, short. We didn't want to make that too long like how this one is. And it's more just for like information. And he has uh, every five episodes, he has what uh, we call shop talk the shop talk segment yeah. so in that in that segment essentially i will either tell a personal story or i will just kind of give you guys a little bit of a breakdown of where we're at in the season and where we're going um and just you know sort of it's not so formal because the reality with most of the episodes of anything with a motor is that they are completely scripted right i sit there and i write you know maybe two or three pages worth of stuff and believe it or not two or three pages of stuff that i write is good for maybe 10 minutes yep. you know it's not it's not necessarily a speed thing. It's not that I'm reading it too fast or too slow. We've messed around with that already, and I've found my cadence already. I know how how quickly or how slowly to read things, and it's just you'd be blown away by how how much writing goes into producing more than ten or eleven minutes worth of recordable material. Mind you, it's not really ten or eleven minutes. A ten or a ten or eleven minute episode is actually maybe eight or nine minutes and some change of content because you have to take into account the ads, the intro and the outro, you know? So considering that it's a lot of work, right? I have to know that I'm writing two or three pages of stuff that I have to research beforehand and make sure that I write it correctly, knowing that this isn't really going to provide me with that much content once I get behind the mic, but that's okay because that's the idea, right? It's a short story form podcast it's meant for very short attention spans. It's just get the story, go. If you want to research it more, knock yourself out. We put stuff on the Instagram all the time about our stories. And you guys can go in there and consume it and enjoy it. That's yeah, all it is. We've been posting more reels on there. And uh, and if you ever have suggestions, again, participate, participate, participate. Reach out. Uh, we're connected to the Instagram. Uh, I You know, I read it. Millie reads it. Yeah, just I, say, I know nothing about cars. And I'm like, all right, babe, you got to talk about this one. Nah, doesn't matter. You can always reach out to me and let me know. And uh, if I don't respond and, you know, you ask, hey, is this Millie or Eli? Millie will tell you it's her. And you'll be like, hey, I had a question for Eli. And she'll tell me. And if I'm available, I'll respond. It's not a big deal. But don't be afraid to respond or to interact. That's really, that's one of the things we've always looked for since we started is audience participation. Yeah. You know, it's fun to know that there's people out there listening. Anyways, that being said, thank you for the, coming out to the show, everybody. That's it. I really appreciate you stopping by and listening to me babble on and on about nonsense and things. I hope it helped. Be safe. Be kind. Please make sure you call your parents and say hi. I love you all. Have a great morning, noon, and night. Thanks, guys. See you in September. Peace.